Good day, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. Today's date is October 23rd, 2021. And this is episode 70, season three. Uh, I have an interesting show coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about three topics. And right now we're going into commercial. And this program is brought to you by the Optical Department at Sears. And here is a commercial from nine, from the 1970s. Enjoy, everybody. You deserve a second look. You've got it at the Optical Department at Sears. Buy the first pair of fashion frames that are regular low price. Get 25% off a second pair. Get fashion frames that will kill them in the evening. Or shake them up on the job. Get a pair for that outdoorsy look. And one for that cozy nook. Buy any frame at a regular low price. Get 25% off a second frame. You deserve a second look. The Optical Department at Sears. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Uh, that jingle is very memorable while growing up in Chicago. At the end of the commercial, you hear the optical department at Sears. And, uh, well, Sears, uh, it's uh, sort of gone. Some of still some of, some of, some capacity is still around. But uh, like I said in a previous uh, podcast episode, the, the last one that closed in Illinois was at Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. And uh, the optical department was long gone. I think it went away probably in the 90s, uh, maybe 80s or 90s. Uh, I remember seeing it at Chicago Ridge Mall uh, right near my house. And it, I believe it was on the second floor. And there was it was right in the back near the appliances. And they had a display of eyeglasses. And that's probably was the optical department, you know. And uh, right now, you if you want glasses, you go to Lens Crafters or uh, any other places or at your eye doctor. So that's uh, another memory that's uh, long gone. Okay, right now we're go- I'm going to talk about three things on this episode. First off, I'm going to talk. A- we're going. I'm going to talk about the Altman Camera Company. Next, I'm going to talk about WSDM 98, the radio station that hosted by. Uh, Connie Searson, she was a DJ, and there were some other female D- DJs. I will talk about them as well. And the third and final thing I will talk about is Evans Furrier, Furrier Shop. Furrier. <laughs> it's funny. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Okay. Right now, I'll talk about uh, the Altman, Altman Camera Company. And uh, I, I don't remember this uh, camera company or the, the, the store that was located in the Chicago Loop. I, I remember Shoe Tan. I remember the commercials they showed that on channel on WGN Channel 9 uh, uh, for a long time. And let's see, there was Woke Camera. I remember that. And there was Line Photo. 
all those are gone. Believe it or not, the only the only camera shop that's still there is Central Camera. And uh, that last year in 2020, they when they had the riots and uh, protests, uh, that that store caught fire and there was a, it was heavily damaged, but uh, the owner said, I'm coming back. And he did, he did come back. Uh, hopefully, uh, as far as I know, uh, it's being rebuilt or it has been rebuilt or they're going next door to us, to another store. So we see, so God bless them. Uh, it's run by the grandson of the, fo- of the founder. So uh, that was, that was a horrible thing to happen. That that's, inexcusable you know because that's an icon uh that's an iconic store you know i guess these people that were protesting they were from out of town they got no idea or they did who knows okay back to the altman uh camera company uh this was founded by a man named ralph altman and uh One day he came to Chicago in 1947, and this is according to his obituary, and to visit his brother. And he had a long-time love of photography. So he didn't start the business right away. He started very small. He went and uh, he was going through the classifieds, searching for used photo equipment. And then he fixed fixed them and repaired them. And uh, it was, uh, he held his business at his brother's house. And uh, then he developed a clientele, became very successful, and they and him and so he opened his first shop. It was at Congress Parkway and Wabash Avenue, which now is Ida B. Wells uh, Street. And uh, the location outgrew. Business was booming, and then he went to other two. He had two other locations. Uh, the second one was at 16 South. Uh, Wabash, and the other one was at uh, 129 North Wabash Street. So he was always on Wabash Avenue. And the one, the last one, he held the business. Uh, when that closed up, I think in the 70s, mid 70s, uh, probably around 1975, that store closed, and then. B. Dalton Bookstore moved in, and I I went there frequently when I worked downtown in the 80s. I, I'm on lunch hour or like after work, or sometimes when I visit downtown, I always go to those two bookstores. I either go to Croc, Crocs and Bertano's or a B. Dalton's, and they were wonderful. And B. Dalton Bookstore had, I think, two levels, three levels, I could be wrong, and it was huge. And that's how Altman Camera was, and... Uh, Judging from the pictures on the internet, there were counters of cameras on display, even on the shelves. Uh, they probably had their own dark room, probably. And uh, or if you want film developed, they do that for you. And uh, so it was a very famous uh, store. A lot of people in the old days remembered it very well, and. Uh, it's a shame because uh, cameras now, later on digital came, and then uh, you don't see many digital cameras either. So you take your pictures with your iPhone or any cell phone you have. It's not the same because a camera is a camera, you know. And I remember 
when I was growing up, I remember my mother bought her first uh, Kodak Instamatic camera. It was in the 60s. It was a beautiful model. And uh, believe it or not, she still has a camera. We have it in the house. She hasn't used it in maybe 15 years. So I don't know if it's uh, op- I don't know if it's uh, operating. Who knows? But uh, it's a keepsake. It really is. And then so um, Ralph Hoffman died in in, uh, January 6, 2002, uh, the same day as my father died. He died in uh, 2006. So that was four years prior. And uh, so he was... uh, Let's say he was very innovative, you know. Uh, cameras at the at the time were a, a new thing, so they were popping up everywhere. And uh, a lot of people have uh, hobbies in photography, or they went to college and learned. And they, it's a wonderful, wonderful field. It still is. I mean, they're, they're still photographers and photojournalists, so that, that's good. Okay. Second thing I will talk about is WSDM. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll give you a little history about that in the beginning. Uh, the call letters was uh, st- stood for smack dab in the middle. There were call letters previously. I'll read them off. Uh, first it started as WA3C. That only went from 1942 to 1943. And then um, it was WEHS from 1943 to 1963. <coughs> Excuse me. And prior to WSDM was WHFC. And that, o- that only went for two years, from 63 to 65. Now, uh, WSDM was changed on March 8, 1965. As I said before, it stood for smack dab in the middle. And it the station was known as the station with the girls and all that jazz. Oh. And the, fe- the female DJs were known as the Den Pals. And it included uh, Yvonne Daniels, Cody Sweet, Penny Lane, Nancy Plume, and Connie Sirzen. And she was known as Dawn. That was her name on the radio. And there was also Linda Ellerby. She was known as Hush Puppy. We all know Linda Ellerby later on became a uh, journalist. And I used to watch her every night in the 80s right after David Letterman. And she had uh, NBC News overnight. I think her co-host was Lloyd Dobbins. And uh, when I was studying late at night, when I went to DeVry Institute, I crammed for exams. I would turn on... David Letterman, and then I watch uh, uh, NBC News overnight because I couldn't sleep or I was just stressed out, you know, because I needed to relax. And Linda Ellerby was uh, wonderful, you know. She she was a she was great. She had that, you know. She didn't look like she didn't have any sense of humor, but she seemed like uh, a very smart lady. Anyway, back to the WSDM. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Connie Sirzen. And uh, I find her, she's a very interesting person. And uh, and she was discovered by Penny Lane, one of the DJs that, at WSDM, because uh, Connie Sirzen first worked at WCFL. And uh, her radio name was Den Pal Dawn. <laughs> 
and where she was featured as the Bachelor Boy household hint of the day. And uh, they did, the ladies did uh, celebrity gossip, and then she was there for a while, and then she went, and then she had uh, did a morning show at WINDAM. And uh, later on, she became the first uh, female rock jock to have her own uh, primetime uh, program on the radio. And let's see. She was featured on the uh, on television. And uh, she also uh, worked at other stations. And she worked at WJMK, WJEZ, WJJD, and US 99. Oh, she was wonderful. And uh, she also guest hosted guest hosted on a uh, on the Kitty A Go Go show with the Mall Queens, and that was uh, in 1970. And that was around the time where the where the female DJs were very popular. Okay, right now I'm gonna play a radio pro- promo from 1970 from WSDM. It was called it's called the Wonderful Weekend World. And uh, this promo was sponsored by Music Craft Music Store, which I remember fondly. It was located in uh, Old Town, I believe Old Town, no, right near Water Tower Place and uh, on Oak Street. And also, oh, no, I'm sorry, probably the Gold Coast, pardon me, at the Gold Coast neighborhood. And then it was in Chicago, on 90, West 95th Street. And I think it eventually moved to Evergreen Park, which I remember going to that location. When I was in the 70s. So here's the promo from 1970 from WSDM. The next half hour of music smack dab in the middle on WSDM is brought to you by Musicraft, dealers in the finest sound equipment around. Whether it's stereo portables, FM tuners, tape cartridge machines, amps, turntables, or anything else you may need to make today's big sound into the best sound, You'll find it at Musicraft, 48 East Oak and 2035 West 95th Street. Smack dab in the middle of your FM dial, 24 hours a day at 98. Shining through your weekend. Now till 3 p.m. in the 98 Music Game. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that promo. Uh, I found that on YouTube. I edited it out a bit. And uh, it was mostly music at towards the end. But uh, it's, it's wonderful to hear uh, vintage promos in the Chicago land area. I love that. And uh, believe it or not, Connie Surzen is on Facebook. So if you find her, you can become friends with her. Uh, right now, I don't know what she's doing exactly. Uh, she's not on the radio. I don't think so. And uh, from what I heard, she uh, she's a portrait art- artist. So she paints. And uh, she probably... So I bet she's very talented. And uh, la- later on, she attended the School of the Art Institute. And uh, American Academy of Art and Northwest University. And that's where I guess she further her education on painting. So that's wonderful. God bless her. Okay. And uh, so 
WSDM lasted until March 14, 1977. And we all know what radio station it became. It became The Loop, 97.9, which uh, I grew up on The Loop uh, during high school with Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer and uh, Lorelei. And it's classic. Uh, that's, uh, oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful station. They, uh, my favorite songs, they, my favorite band they used to play a lot on the loop was The Cars. I have their first two albums. Uh, it's my favorites, my all-time favorites. I never get tired of them. Their debut album and the second one called Candio. And I listen to them all the time. I could listen to them every day if I want to, but uh, that's a that's a bit much. <laughs> I don't overdo it. Okay. That'll be all for WSDM. The third thing I will talk about is Evans Furrier, Furrier Shop. Furrier. I can't say that word. Furrier. <laughs> uh, I posted a photo of Evans Furs on my face on my Facebook page, Van Chicagoland, and uh, the the response of that was uh, very uh, positive because they remembered that store very well. It was also located in other uh, malls, uh, for example. I think it was at Fort City, Evergreen Plaza in Evanston. Also the Mag Mile, uh, Oak Brook uh, Center, probably Old Orchard, probably. I don't know. They were everywhere. So I'll give you a little history of that. In 1929, uh, a man named a- Abraham Meltzer founded Evans Fur. And uh, it was first located at 162 North State Street. And uh, during, and then uh, 1936, it moved to the main store, which was there until the end at 36 South State Street. And that, that's where the headquarters was. And he ran it for during the 40s and the 50s. And uh, by the time in the 60s, uh, his son, David Meltzer, took, the, took over the business in 1964. But at the time, there were animal rights movements because of uh, it was cruel to animals because of fur. I can understand that. That's uh, I don't like animals being hurt either, but you know, fur coats are, they're very luxurious, very so soft and beautiful. My mother has a fur coat, but it's not real fur. Um, my, my father bought it when he was alive and uh, she only wore it maybe once or twice, only during winter when she went to church or somewhere, or we go somewhere to a party, she would wear that. And uh, my brother did, you know, does something funny. It's like a weird tradition. Every time she would come home, my my my, bro- my brother would wear it around the house just to be funny. And my mom said that you look like Liberace wearing that. <laughs> I remember when he was alive, he, when he entertained at his Las Vegas shows, he wore a lot of furs and jewelry. <laughs> And then um, it's still, today is still like that. And sales plummeted, you know, during the 1970s. Uh, you don't see many fur coats today. Now, a lot of women don't wear them, especially younger women. I, I can understand that. And then uh, during the 1980s, uh, uh, David's son, Robert, took over the business. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of uh, pressure from, of course, from animal rights groups. Then uh, then the, 
the company lost money from 1996 to 99 and then the and then they just uh decided to close up shop they sold uh, the remaining company stores to like department stores you know that carry they probably carry uh the brand like for example at marshall fields or uh carson's carson perry scott but believe it or not you can still find fur coats on ebay or etsy and uh according to some people they still buy them they buy them for i don't know for collect for, for collection sakes or they just want a fur coat it's amazing like that but um i don't think uh that's going to come back in uh, style. I don't see that happening. No way. So, you know, but I still, but they're beautiful. They really are. And that, okay. That'll be all for the, for this. Uh, I talked about the Altman camera company. I talked about WSDM with Connie Searson and of course, Evans Furs. I'm going to talk about a couple things before, before I go off the air. Uh, first off, uh, there was an actor named Peter Scolari, and he passed away yesterday. And he was best known uh, for his role on Bosom Buddies and Newhart. Uh, the first time I saw him on TV was, of course, uh, Bosom Buddies, the star Tom Hanks. And when I first saw it on TV, it was in 1980. And I remember the theme song, it was uh, with the song with uh, Billy Joel. It, my life and uh those guys were goofy you know because they wanted to they couldn't they want they were trying to find a place to live but they had to dress up like women and they stayed at a women's hotel i believe <clears throat> and uh eventually uh the, the women that he the women that they talked to they figured it out or they revealed them i don't remember i seen the show it was so long ago it was like 40 years ago but it made those those guys famous, especially Tom Hanks. And then uh, later on, those guys uh, started other television shows. So I remember Tom Hanks was on Family Ties, Love Boat. He was on Happy Days. And then he started his movie career. I remember Splash and Big. And to this day, he's world famous. He's a wonderful man. Wonderful man. And uh, Peter Scolari starred on Newhart. And uh, he was a very popular actor. He stayed until the end uh, from, I think he started in the second season or third season. First, he was a recurring part and then became a full-time cast member until the show ended in 1990. But he guest starred in a lot of shows. Uh, I used to, and uh, sometimes he played com comedy roles or, you know, straight and uh, he was a wonderful man. He was 66 years old. He died of cancer. He had a two-year battle. So also one thing, he was a good juggler. I remember seeing him on shows he juggled. He was talented. Oh, my God. Should have been in a circus. I guess he chose acting. So condolences to his family. Yeah, that's very sad. And then one more thing is, is about me. Uh, this week I took my... Uh, blood test before I go see my urologist uh, for my can prostate cancer recovery. Uh, I went this past Monday and uh, on next Wednesday on the 27th of October, I will go see my urologist to see if my PSA level will drop to zero. Hopefully I'm almost there. Almost there. If it does, then I'll be in remission. If not, then we'll just wait. 
I'll go to the doctor again. But uh, so far, so good. I'm doing well. Uh, most of the uh, side effects uh, have subsided little by little, but I'm not out of the woods. I still have issues going to the bathroom. So we'll see. So on the 27th of October, I will uh, tell people on social media on my results because they are anticipating. They're waiting for that. Okay. So that'll be all for today. And this is Pico Stanis for Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. This is episode 70, season three. Uh, I will probably do another podcast tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, gather up some material. I probably will do one. Uh, not Tuesday, which I always use, always do, because I have a lot of things to do. So, uh, and then probably the next weekend I will do a Halloween show, which will be on uh, the show will be on October thirtieth. So that would be a lot of fun. I won't I won't say what uh, I'm going to discuss. So we'll see. I'll surprise you. Okay. So that's it for today, and. Uh, Bye bye for now, and here's bye bye, and here's excuse me, here's Ray Rayner saying bye bye for now. Uh, take care, everybody. So long. We have to go. Bye bye bye. <laughs>